So life's a bitch. So life's a bitch. So life's a bitch. I mean, it's so fucking catchy. <laughs> oh yeah, hi, I'm Tay. You're listening to So Life's a Bitch. This is a no-filter podcast where I attempt to break the taboo against raw, sensitive topics through both no-filter storytelling and exciting guest interviews. With any luck, I'll make you laugh along the way too. Please always read the podcast description for your relevant trigger warnings. So Life's a Bitch. Oh, welcome back. I mean, sorry. Sorry again, I'm useless. I have absolutely no concept of time or anything. And it's like a second goes by and then I realise that I've not done a podcast in two weeks. And I'm thinking, hang on a second. How the fuck did that happen? Yeah, I'm really, really shit. So I apologise. When I have finished my master's degree, which is going to be really soon, which is very scary. I do feel like I will have way more time, she says. It is quite funny actually how I truly believe that me no longer being a student and working full time is going to give me more free time to do this. I like to call it wishful thinking, but who knows? Who knows? What has been going on in the world since we last spoke? I mean, it's a fucking shit show. It's an absolute shit show. And it's actually starting to get to the point now where every time I open my phone or social media or anything, it's just the most devastatingly horrendous news. And it's starting to get to me, you know, the steps back that I feel like we're taking when we live in a world now where we're so evolved and we're so open and we're having these discussions and it just feels like we need to be pushing forward and achieving and making a difference and actually what it feels like is a lot of hard work is just being completely reversed so I am going to rant about that I am going to rant about the current state of the fucking world so there you go there's a trigger warning right now if you don't want (laughs) to if you don't want to listen to me getting really pissed off about the world in which we live then this probably isn't the one for you so life's a bitch. In the meantime, what's new with me? Um, I have been starting to plan my dissertation, which is like 17,000 words. And I've kind of decided that the single only way that I'm going to get myself through it is by choosing a subject that is really raw and actually quite difficult because then I can dive so deep into the hypothesis and, you know, push the boundaries as far as ethically possible for this type of degree and kind of just do the sort of things that inspired me to do the podcast it's the best way for me to like pour my heart into a piece of writing it's what I did in my undergrad dissertation when I spoke about myths and stereotypes surrounding rape and rape culture and it was a really raw piece that is one of the one of my proudest pieces of writing you know my family members and a couple of friends read it and my nan told me she had to put it down three times so heavy heavy stuff so I'm hoping to do that and then some in my master's dissertation I'm gonna talk about FGM which we touched up on a little bit when I did that question answer episode for number 10 I think I'm gonna dive into it a bit deeper and get more of it done before I kind of discuss it on here because I feel like I could do a whole episode I feel like I could do a whole a whole podcast alone on some of these subjects, but so that's me. I'm very busy, kind of. When I'm not doing that, I'm 
um, watching reality TV shows and drinking wine. Um, oh, I've been dating. Yes, I tried my hand at dating. I decided that I was going to let my guard down and be a little bit vulnerable. Um, I won't be fucking doing that again. Wow. Dating sucks. I mean, it, actual dating is really fun and I've missed it. <laughs> I've missed it. It's, it's really fun. When you meet a cool person and you have like a great time and great chemistry and you just enjoy yourself. When you've been single for years, like I have. Fucking <laughs> hell making myself sound really pathetic don't get me wrong it's been great <laughs> but w when you've been single for years actually kind of like establishing connections is really exciting but why is dating in the 21st century so fucking difficult when you know communication is kind of left down to text based conversations where different things can be interpreted in different ways and timings of responding and one person thinking one thing and the other person thinking that and you know chuck that in the mix with paranoia and and then your busy life and oh and then vulnerability and then maybe chuck some feelings in there too and mix it all up and yeah fuck it dating is hard dating is really really hard but it's kind of what you gotta do. Online dating, ugh. The problem is to be able to believe that you're gonna, I don't know, step into a coffee shop and someone's gonna just bump into you and you'll turn around, your eyes will meet. At that second, you'll both know. Alas, the story of your love begins. But it's just, people don't speak to each other <laughs> in that way. I They must have done once because there was never any social media, or online dating or even phones. You know, just a few years ago, there was a one house phone per home and that was kind of it. But nowadays, I feel like we're so reliant on dating apps or social media platforms and the whole concept of sliding into the DMs that you're not gonna meet someone in an organic way. I don't know. Ugh. It's annoying because I'm like really on the fence with dating. I really want to close myself up and completely close my heart and and just focus on myself and be really busy and just absolutely not let anyone in for the potential hurt that it could cause. But on the other hand, I'm 24 and I'm single and I want to date and I want to enjoy myself. And I think dating is really fun. So why should I deny myself that? What a dilemma. Anyway, as long as you're putting yourself first and as long as you're reaching your own goals and as long as you're making choices that best benefit you, I guess, no harm done really. But yeah, dating is hard. Dating in the 21st century is hard. Dating with anxiety is hard. It's already hard, but again, it is what it is. <laughs> so life's a bitch. So as I'm sure a lot of you are already aware, something that has been very prevalent in the news recently is the leaked information in America suggesting that Roe versus Wade, that act is going to be overturned and therefore making abortion illegal. Very, very scary, very, very scary information to have leaked. The reason it was leaked is because I don't think it was discussed in an open court or anything. And very interestingly for me, anyway it was the Met Gala 
which again, if you're even a tiny bit social media savvy, you'll have seen the Met Gala. Every year, the celebrities, they follow a theme and they dress extravagantly and it completely floods social media for that evening. Whether that's through people rating or hating the outfits or making TikToks about it or just sharing and yeah, well my feeds were just completely full. And interestingly, it it felt like a distraction for this group of, well, mainly white men to, you know, have a private discussion about women's bodies. Really scary stuff. So if you are not familiar with the Roe versus Wade lawsuit, um, I will run you through that really, really quickly. So we're talking 1973. Jane Roe, who was unmarried and pregnant, filed suit on behalf of herself and others to challenge the laws on abortion in Texas at the time. So a doctor, Texan doctor, joined the lawsuit and argued that abortion laws were way too vague for even doctors themselves to follow. He had actually previously been arrested for violating the statute but a fighter a fighter for sure so at the time abortion was illegal unless it was done to save the mother's life and it would have to be quite serious you'd have to be 100 percent sure that she was going to die for them to actually go through with the procedure obviously when they say the mother's life they're talking about life or death they're not talking about her quality of life because god forbid So if you were to get one or be found in attempt of getting an abortion, that was a crime, that was illegal. So in Roe versus Wade, the Supreme Court decided two very important things. Number one, the United States Constitution provides a fundamental right to privacy that protects a person's right to choose whether to have an abortion. So we're talking about rights, finally. But... The abortion right is not absolute. It must be balanced against the government's interests in protecting health and prenatal life. So again, we're not putting it kind of in the hands of of the women themselves. We're going to give them a bit more of a right, but it is still going to be in the interests of the government. But after Roe versus Wade was passed, you could legally and safely have an abortion. The justices acknowledged that being forced to continue your pregnancy puts a lot of risks to physical health, mental health, social stigma and financial burden. Mad to me that it took so long to realise that but it was passed and women have been all in all safely receiving abortions since 1973 in states such as Texas. At the time that was progress, at the time that was that was progress for women. Quite famously, supporters and feminists have held Roe versus Wade up as a beacon for women's independence and equality. And yeah, like I said, just an incredible stepping stone for women's rights. And you would only presume that these kind of triumphant moments would continue or at least last. I don't think anyone expected to be turning back time on this one. So life's a bitch. So the Supreme Court has voted, according to an initial draft majority opinion, to strike down the landmark that is Roe versus Wade. This draft opinion, written by Justice Samuel Alito, um, yes, that is a man's name. The draft has been referred to as a full throated, unflinching repudiation of the 1973 decision. 
which guaranteed this safe constitutional protection of abortion rights. He put, ugh, he just winds me up. He put, we hold that Roe and Casey must be overruled. It is time to heed the constitution and return the issue of abortion to the people's elected representatives. The issue of abortion. The issue is you. (laughs) The issue is anyone who thinks that they have a say on what someone else does to their body or how someone else wants to live their life or determine their own future. There's no issue of abortion. Well, there is now. So life's a bitch. I think it's really important to discuss some of the effects that restricting abortion will have. I must just say, if you ever want to get any information about this, the World Health Organization, absolutely incredible. So check them out for information of this kind. Um, And them themselves have acknowledged that legal restrictions on abortion will in no way result in fewer abortions. They will simply force pregnant people to pursue risky abortions. This is what people aren't understanding. You're never going to ban abortion. You're just going to deny safe abortion, okay? Really, really not something that seems to be getting into the minds of those who want to put these limitations in place really really scary pregnant people who are denied abortion are more likely to stay in contact with a violent partner and ultimately raise a child alone being denied abortion has been proven to be associated with higher anxiety and depression and the burden actually largely falls on black and latino communities who due to systemic racism in housing practices are disproportionately living in low-income communities and are more likely to face greater barriers to accessing the kind of healthcare and the help the extra help that they would need when you take away these basic human rights in the u.s just yeah remember that i am talking about the u.s as of right now abortion is legal in the uk and we're very very lucky to have the systems in place and free healthcare and quite amazing sexual health clinics yeah feeling blessed very blessed but that being said that doesn't mean that people in the uk aren't scared i spoke out on social media when this was first leaked and i had women message me in the uk saying i don't even live in america but if this is what the world is doing if this is the leap back in history that we seem to be taking against women's rights that scares me i'm scared and i'm not even affected by this you're allowed to feel that way because you're a woman and this isn't america's problem this is our problem this is a lot of fucking hard work slowly being unraveled I'm not saying that every single person who had a say was a man, but the majority of them were. So life's a bitch. So if Roe versus Wade is to be overturned, 26 states in America will likely ban or severely restrict abortion. 26 states. Other states are already considering ways to protect the right to abortion and support out-of-state residents who travel for an abortion. Um, an official decision on the case is expected by summer. I mean. 
Happy fucking first full summer out of COVID or whatever. Jesus Christ. It's absolutely unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Your right to choice and safety and your right to choose how to live your life is yours. (laughs) It's just, it's yours. I find it fascinating that women we're already the ones who take god-awful contraception pills injections bits of plastic shoved into our wounds bits of plastic implanted into our arms we're already doing that we're also the ones who have periods (laughs) and have to carry a baby and give birth but we're now being forced to keep oh Listen, men can have sex as many times as they like, with as many people as they like, for their entire lives. Once a man hits, like, sexual maturity, he could impregnate a hundred women a day. Well, I mean, that would be a busy-ass day. But women, we can get pregnant once every nine months, and, well, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, we we can only be pregnant nine months at a time and our fertility window is usually only a couple of days in that month as a woman you could probably only fall pregnant on two days a month and then you will be pregnant for nine months no one else can impregnate you in that time men can spray their seed all day every day until the day they die 95 year old men can reproduce women's bodies decide to go through menopause and you know just continue the punishment that is being a woman even further (laughs) i just don't think that our bodies need to be fucked with anymore i'm not being a man hating no i'm not i'm not doing that i know all of the men in my life respect women and what they go through and a lot of them would probably take on some of these burdens if they could and a lot of them agree that you know women's right to abortion is is completely their own i'm not being a man hater i'm just being a woman supporter you can do one without having to be the other you know i'm upset i'm pissed off i'm also pissed off that this same constitution that believes that aborting something that hasn't even developed into a fetus is murder doesn't really seem to feel the same way about selling guns to kids which takes me on to our next point so life's a bitch a few days ago again in the state of texas 21 people were killed in a primary school 19 of them were children and i mean like 10 year old children who were at school a place that they should feel so protected i'm just gonna say their names really quick althea ramirez jackie cazares annabelle rodriguez eva miles Zaya Garcia, Xavier Lopez, Amiri Joe Garza, Irma Garcia, Alexandria Lexi Rubio, Tess Marie Mata, Meet Rodriguez, Neva Bravo, Ellie Lugo, Rogelio Torres, Jose Flores Jr., Aliahana Cruz Torres, Jace Camelo, Luevenos, Jalia Nicole Silguero, McKenna Lee Elrod. Layla Salazar, Miranda Mathias. Really sorry about um, probably my horrible translations of all of their beautiful names. The majority of these children are 10, 10 years old. And then the others were um, teachers, teachers who were uh, just acting as barriers. (laughs) 
shielding themselves to to save these these sweet baby angels and lost their lives for it this isn't the first time that this has happened in the in the u.s it's actually happened 288 times in the united states i'm looking at a list of figures right now eight school shootings in mexico six in south africa five in india four in nigeria pakistan three in afghanistan two in Canada, France, Brazil, and then one in Estonia, Hungary, Azerbaijan, Greece, Kenya, Germany, Turkey, Russia, China. The rest of the world? No, never, not once, not a single one. But in America, 288 school shootings. School, the place where you send your babies to learn and be safe while you go and provide. It do- It just doesn't sit well with me how guns are so easily accessible the figures are telling you what you need to know obviously former president trump has something to say about this donald trump has said that the recent u.s school shootings is a reason to arm law-abiding citizens not disarm huh what what how how are you going to differentiate the law-abiding citizens to the non-law-abiding citizens until it's too late? Until 21 people have been murdered? How are you going to know? You're not. You're just going to arm everyone, cross your fingers and hope for the best. Disarming people is surely the only option. I, am I am I am I going fucking crazy? How is arming? People keep saying as well that you need well, people, fucking assholes like this. We need to arm the teachers. I'm sorry. So you want these poor teachers who are not only going to school every day to teach and work their asses off, but are probably making. 30k max you want them to go through all the training they need to to teach and do their fucking job you also want them to be going to school every day on high alert knowing that they're in a country that's had 288 school shootings and that they could have to use their fucking bodies as a human shield at any given moment you also want them to be armed in a primary school how many more people need to die how many more so life's a bitch one of the teachers who gave her life for her students emma garcia a few days after her husband died of heartbreak he just died he was so grief stricken that he his body just fucking gave up And they have, what, three small kids at home? Three kids at home? These children are orphaned because their mother died at school, at a primary school, and their dad died of heartbreak. That is the most harrowing thing I've ever heard. So life's a bitch. An 11-year-old survivor of the Robb Elementary School massacre smeared the blood of her dead best friend all over her face and pretended to die. An 11-year-old girl used the blood of her dead best friend and covered herself in it and pretended to fucking die. You don't get over that sort of trauma. 
You don't come back from that. Disarm everyone except your soldiers and your police. Even then, that's a, well, that's a different story. We, that's a story for another day, armed police. You shouldn't be able to buy guns in the same way that you buy chewing gum. It really shouldn't be this hard. And we really, really, really shouldn't be putting our energy into removing women's rights when this is happening, okay? An early unwanted pregnancy or an unwanted pregnancy, it's not a 10-year-old's life. No uterus, no fucking opinion. So life's a bitch. I find the stigmas surrounding abortion really strange. You know, if, if you don't think that you would get an abortion, that's you and your preference. There's nothing to fucking do with anyone else. And I think it's interesting how contraception is almost pushed on women and things like the morning after pill I I find it very very interesting how that is like well are you on the pill well do you want to get on this contraception do you want to get on that contraception and then people turn their nose up at abortion really really interesting and like I said earlier you know women falling pregnant it's it's a burden that we carry and only we carry so we should be able to decide and make those decisions and we should be able to have babies if and when we please also need to bear in mind that not all women want babies women aren't just walking talking baby makers and in this day and age where women are fighting their way to the top having careers boss in life why should you be forced force to give up everything and raise a child i don't know it's ridiculous i'm gonna start repeating myself um i could go on and on and on but yeah the outcome is always going to be the same no uterus no opinion and if you have opinions about your own uterus good for you keep them to yourself (laughs) or just be supportive you know say this is what i would do but i respect your choices because i'm a woman supporting a fellow woman and we're all boss ass bitches (laughs) girl power and all that malarkey so life's a bitch i am gonna answer some of your questions because i think we need to lighten the mood (laughs) i've been keeping this in okay i've been needing to rant and i'm like no no you have a podcast if you want to rant get in front of the mic and then i just get too overwhelmed and i'm like no there we are i'm gonna answer some questions um okay you don't speak often about your relationships um is that because you're single or trying to keep your relationship private um (laughs) i am so single i'm so single but it's great (laughs) i have been single since i i left my ex-partner before the pandemic And obviously I have touched on that before. It was uh, was a really difficult situation because we kind of prematurely moved in with one another, which is a really stupid idea because you can really quickly uh, decide that you don't like someone once you move in with them. And that's what happened with him and I. We both like, oh no, I don't like you. (laughs) Um, And then fell pregnant and then had to kind of live through a grieving process whilst also having a full-time job for the first time and living you know hours and hours away from my family and there was loads of pressures because we both had different views on what we wanted to do at the time and it was a lot it was really really stressful and I've learned a lot of lessons from that 
I don't want to continue making the exact same mistakes because that's just ridiculous definition of, of insanity you know trying the same shit over and over and getting the same result I am not going to allow myself to enter into a situation where I lose years because I've ignored red flags or I've decided to overlook certain things one of my biggest weaknesses is I really try and focus on the good in people and in situations inevitably just blocking out the bad yeah no it it will always come and find you in the end I'm also disgustingly loyal I'm gonna just gonna completely out myself now because I'm gonna have to assume that there are no future suitors listening but (laughs) I am very very good at putting all my eggs in one basket the second I kind of get a vibe with someone and just yeah being very disgustingly loyal way before it's actually needed which sets myself up for hurt and also can push the other person and that can be pressure on them so I don't know it's starting to sound a little bit like self-sabotage when I say it out like this but I think I'm definitely just more protective of my heart and it's I think being single it doesn't mean that you can't date it doesn't mean that you can't explore connections and enjoy yourself but when it comes to actually kind of saying you know oh no I'm not single this is who I'm with yeah it's gonna have to definitely be at the exact right time the exact right person because I've spent I've spent a lot of time kind of breaking my own heart (laughs) by trying to trying to turn situations into into things that they simply aren't and life's way too fucking short for that so life's a bitch what are your top three favorite memories from uni that's fuck's sake girl it's one of my best friend who sent me this and we live together at uni and she knows how fucking hard this question is to answer. She actually asked me, what's your favorite memory from uni? And I was like, no, I can't do that. (laughs) So she was like, okay, top three. Can I say first year, second year, third year? Does that count as the top three? Uni was amazing. I loved uni. Uni was awesome. I met the best people. I met my sisters for life. Memories, memories galore. I got so, so fat because I was having so much fun. (laughs) Oh, God, it was amazing. I fucking loved uni. Loved uni. It's, It's not for everyone, but for me, and I've said it before, sorry, broken record. I grew as a person. I learned life skills, my mental health just well I have my I have my fucking blips I have my blips but all in all my mental health was stronger I went as a child I left as an adult I made friends for life I made memories for life I laughed cried oh I mean yeah I got a degree as well but me no I can't I can't I can't no first year second year third year although <laughs> my girlfriends and I we we really don't remember second year <laughs> It was like first year, second year, third year. Second year was blurry, really blurry. But yeah, no, don't don't ask me such hard questions. I can't do it. First year, second year, third year. So life's a bitch. I have just been diagnosed with chlamydia. Should I tell the person I'm seeing? I need help. I'm really embarrassed. Okay, look, chlamydia is not embarrassing. Okay, it is. It's embarrassing because there's a massive stigma around it, and it's like ew ew you've you've got this no chlamydia is so fucking common and yes you should tell the person you're seeing you should they might have given it to you 
So you shouldn't feel embarrassed by telling the person you're sleeping with that you have chlamydia because there is no way that they can turn around to you and go, ugh, because they could have given it to you or you could have given it to them or your ex could have given it to you and then their ex could have given it. It's people have sex and chlamydia gets passed around and I'm pretty sure it's one pill. I'm pretty sure you you take one pill and it goes away. You know, you you go through harder consequences for like tonsillitis or actually that was a bad example. Tonsillitis is a fucking ass. Tonsillitis is the fucking worst. But if you have trust in this person that you'll see him and you obviously do because you're seeing them, you know, you you refer to them as someone you're seeing. You you didn't refer to them as a one night stand or whatever. Then I think you should just very softly just say, listen, I decided to get routinely checked because I'm great like that. Well done you, by the way, for getting yourself checked. It is very, very easy to do. Not a lot of people do it. And just say, I'm not sure if I've given it to you or if you've given it to me, but I just think the best thing to do is let you know, this is how I've got it sorted. So this is how you can get it sorted and let's just discreetly move on. If that person does by any chance, I'm not sure if this is what you're worried about. If that person does want to turn around and like scream at the top of the rooftops that this has happened, then you are dating a child. Congratulations. Dump their ass, move on. At least you've learned a lesson there. That person was a fucking asshole. So life's a bitch. What is one thing you wish you were better at? Uh, making money? Uh, hmm. Creating gold. No. Yes. Being a gold miner. Thing I was better at. The stock market. I don't know. It's gonna come to me later. Like, oh, I wish I was. Re- I wish I was better at that. Driving. <laughs> Driving. There we go. Driving. I can't drive, and I'm 24 years old, and it's a fucking ball ache. I wish I was better at driving. I've never tried to take a test. I've done my theory. Don't ask about that. But my theory's gonna expire in a couple of months. Oh, it's a whole fucking it's a whole kerfuffle but I guess if I was a good driver then I would have a driver's license yep I'm gonna lock that one in that is my answer driving so life's a bitch what is your number one advice for someone trying to lose weight I mean don't overthink it I have just kind of like for the first time in my entire life just started slowly like shredding some of these pounds it's something that I've wanted to do for a really really long time And I just overthought it so much. I tried all these fad diets, which, you know, you're doing for two days and then you'll feel so starving that you'll just break and binge eat. I tried going to the gym, hated it because I've got no self-confidence. So I don't like being in that kind of scenario. I used to like the gym and um, I hope to like the gym again, but right now, not for me. I tried just eating like salad and eating like a rabbit and again just felt absolutely starving. Just don't overthink it and just relax and just move more and eat less if that's what your problem is. That's what it was for me. I was like no I'm not going on a ridiculous diet. I'm just gonna eat my meals and not drink a bottle of wine every day because that's bad for my weight and my mental health and I'm gonna move more 
And if I have a couple of days where it's just me in the office, I'm going to make sure that I do a couple of hours on the treadmill or I'm going to make sure that I walk the dogs or that I go for a, a walk. And yeah, slowly but surely, I've I've dropped a, nearly a stone and it's been like a month or so and I've not made any drastic changes to my life and I feel better for it. I'm sleeping better. Just don't overthink it. Don't compare yourself to the social media because you need to remember that we pose and we breathe in and we put on filters and all of that it's it's not about that it's just about how you feel I've even like you know I looked at the scales and I was like okay I've dropped this much but I looked at myself and I was like well I actually feel better than the scales are telling me so maybe even yeah ignore the scales and just go off of how you feel and yeah how comfortable you are in your own skin it's kind of my my best advice don't don't sweat it just go for it so life's a bitch i think i'm gonna leave it there it's been very ranty i definitely wanted to answer some questions at the end though just to kind of lighten the mood um yeah i'm sorry but i can't have a platform where i want to talk about raw sensitive taboo topics and then not address something as ridiculous as overturning abortion laws and obviously not say the names of those angels that we've lost because of gun problems and i just think it's important to have an understanding of what's going on and if there ever is a time where you can have your say obviously it's harder at the moment with things going on in the u.s you know i'm a uk resident i'm not going to be able to actually have a say but I can still use my voice and I can still stand strong and support women and, and grieve for the families who have lost through such an awful tragedy. But yeah, yes, thank you. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for tuning in again. You guys are fucking awesome. Absolutely awesome. I'm gonna try and not be so like sporadic. I honestly, I wish I could just do this. I wish I could just do this and just talk and edit and talk and edit and get on amazing guests and chat and oh i've got some really cool guests lined up by the way really cool things in the works so do not fear do not fear as always guys if you haven't already please 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 rate and review share with your friends keep listening you guys are the best i honestly would not be here if it wasn't for you and um, i keep saying it because i'm a broken record super boring i know i hope that next week is filled with positivity and good news and sunshine and until next time bye So life's a bitch